So tonight, Gloria and Karen are coming over to help me and Drew make Tinder profiles. Oh my God, that is (laughs) hilarious. But yeah, so I'm I'm getting on Tinder tonight. Oh, that's so exciting. Or terrifying at the same time. Yeah, we're both scared. Yeah, because that's crazy. Neither one of us have done it before. Well, it's weird because you guys are both going to like pop up on each other's well profiles, obviously, but... No, not necessarily. I, they have some like algorithm that like judges oh. your attractiveness and will really? show you people that are like of your similar attractiveness, but then sometimes they'll branch out. I was reading about it. Interesting. And so I it like depends on that. who you swipe on and then who you match with, then it'll adjust the algorithm to that level of attractiveness. I don't know. So who That's knows crazy. what I'm going to get. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. We'll to see like what kind of girls he gets and what kind of guys I get. I guess. Whatever. Sounds we, like we a can always delete it. Episode of Friends. Yes. Yeah, just like any Today's sitcom. world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny though. I know. So maybe we will swap our phones. I'd be interested to hear for the stories other for the podcast. Too. I know. Yeah. This would be good for the podcast. Because yeah. Cause I we, have no. I've literally never used Tinder. It seems so weird. I know, and that's so, like, everyone does in today's world, too. And, like, my sister-in-law met my brother on Tinder, and they're married. Yeah, that's crazy. With a baby on the way. Interesting. I know. We'll all have to report back for the sailors. For the sailors. Yeah. Shout out to my sister-in-law, Sandy. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know her yet in person, but she seems great. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. My future nephew as well. <gasps> yeah, that too. Anyways. Also, I'm a little bit sick, so I apologize if I sound a little weird to y'all. It's like Phoebe's sexy voice on Friends. <sighs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so welcome back, listeners. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our couple special episodes that we had for a while. Um, slight apologies to our drunk episode we were a little too drunk but it was probably entertaining for you guys maybe hopefully we'll get a little less drunk so we can talk about actual content right yeah if you guys liked the concept of the drunk episode we'll do another one eventually but just not be as as annoying (laughs) yeah we'll be more normal yeah just more fun but we're back to our normal us two selves Yay. Give us any well, feedback on the other stuff. We'll we'll mix around all our different episodes. Yeah. But um I'm Megan, by the way. I'm Kindle. If you didn't know that by now. Hopefully you should. But hopefully. We're gonna be talking about one of my genres, so a comedy. How I met your mother. We're gonna talk about Lily and Marshall because they are the most stable couple on that show. Because mm-hmm. there's a whole love triangle of Barney, Robin, and Ted. And that's just okay. a whole other concept, which I should not share my opinion on right now. Oh. Well, I will say we had a request for How I Met Your Mother. We did? Yes. Oh. Sorry. Uh, I think I told you a while back. Okay. But it was about the requester said that we should do an episode about how all of the couples on How I Met Your Mother are unshippable unshippable yeah and so i've never seen the show so i was like i don't know sure lily and marshall i really liked initially but the more i was looking into it i can see how they would say that okay and like some of the youtube comments were like throwing shade at some of the characters which marshall is 
the one who's meeting the mother, right? No. Oh. Ted is the one telling the story to his kids, a.k.a. David Henry and another girl. I don't know. (laughs) But I saw a fun fact. I met David Henry in the LAX airport like three years ago in a layover. And I literally talked to him and I was so nervous when I was asking. He was like, do you want to take a picture? And I was trying and my hands were shaking and he took it for me. I know. So embarrassing. Shout out to David Henry. But now I have so many regrets. I should have asked him like how it was to keep that secret for nine years because he knew because any like when they're recording, he's telling the story to them and it's supposed to be like within a two hour time frame that he's telling his kids about how he met their mother. Uh huh. So they stay the same age throughout the whole, like when he's telling the story. So even at the finale, they're the same age the kids are. So how, like, because they didn't know it was going to go on for like 10 years, right? They didn't didn't know that, but they knew who they wanted the mother to be and they knew how they wanted it to completely end with the kids. But then how do they film so not like 10 or nine or 10 years, however long it went, years worth of those flashback scenes ahead of time um they didn't they would basically show any other part of that is the kids wouldn't have any responses to it so they would just kind of like move their heads and stuff and that's how they would fill that in for like those seasons okay that makes sense but they do respond at the very end of the finale and i don't know if i should spoil that no, I think I have already been spoiled. Also, we spoiled every show that we talked about. <laughs> so, I mean, spoilers for How I Met Your Mother. But it was, what didn't he meet someone and then she ended up dying? Yeah. So, like, the whole story and the last season is, like, a bunch of flash forwards, flashbacks, because we know who the mom's going to be now. But then he still Uh-oh. ends the very end of the story. And that's How I Met Your Mother, kids. And then, it, And then the kids are like, well, obviously you told that whole story because you're still in love with Aunt Robin. And which they refer to Aunt Robin, quote unquote, because they're all best friends. So they call her Aunt Robin, even though it's not. Yeah, you have to be you know. And so literally the entire time it was like, it's not actually about how I met your mother. It's how I was still in love with Robin the entire time. So then that was pissing me off for most of the show or the finale that pissed me off. That is really bad. I know because that means the entire show, like they knew that's how it was going to end. So all the stuff that they wrote in between it was kind of like filler and yeah, a bunch of different character storylines. And I don't know. Because it has nothing to do with the mother. Yeah. And it means the dad is a horrible human being because the whole time he was married to the mother, he was in love with another person. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they make it seem like it's okay. Like I was in love with your mom the whole time. But, but also in the back of his before mind. Before that, because we didn't even meet the mom till the last season. So like their entire eight seasons of storytelling is about Robin. It's so annoying. I know. I probably won't watch it. It's fine. But a lot of this show, uh, a lot of the show is a lot about like fate and meeting the right person at the right time. And like, ah. I don't know. It does have cool concepts like that. Like, yeah. oh, when I met this girl, it was actually your mom's roommate and your mom was literally in the shower when I slept over at this girl's house and like I left and didn't even know and it didn't meet her till two or three years later. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like that's cool. 
We've talked about that a little bit too. Kind of like in Lost. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to end up meeting eventually at some point. Yeah. Like fate or destiny yeah. of how you're just supposed to meet certain people at certain times. Yeah. Or like in uh, You've Got Mail last week when oh, yeah. they're just walking down the street right next to each other, but they have no idea who each other is. Yeah. Yet they're literally messaging online. To- it's crazy. Um, so this Lily and Marshall, they in this first episode, they're already dating. They met in college. Okay. Love it. First sight. So what they call it. who, wait, Marshall is Jason Segal? Yes. Okay. And he was Ted's roommate in college. So they ended okay. up becoming friends and he saw Marshall fall in love with Lily. Um, and then they meet Robin, Robin in the first episode of the show. So this is like, I don't know, like five years after college or something. Uh, and then they meet, they met Barney at some point before that. Um, so, okay. So just the two of them went to college together. Yeah. So it's like Ross and Chandler. Yep. Yep. And then, okay. And in literally the first episode, Marshall proposes to Lily. Huh. So we're like, we already are shipping them because they're already a in couple. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does she say yes? Yes, she does. Okay, so they get engaged in the first episode. Uh-huh, and they have sex on the kitchen floor, which is a thing that they keep doing. Classic. Yep. <laughs> which, at this point, Marshall and Ted are living together. But Lily just basically stays over a lot. So she, like, basically lives with them, but not really. Okay. Um, which this is not necessarily <clears throat> in segment to them as a couple. I'm going to go through, like, the order of that in a little bit but I do want to talk about how they met. So they met love at first sight, mm-hmm. which do you think that's a thing? No, no. I, I think you can be like infatuated. By yeah. Someone. Infatuated at first sight, but I think you no, there's no way. It, well, it depends on your definition of love, but cause you might think that it's love at first sight, but then unless you end up actually loving them, getting married, like, you're not going to tell that story. Right. But. Yeah. It depends on how it pans out. Yeah. Because you could think, oh, I love this person. And then you go up and talk to them and you're like, oh, they suck. And then. This is going to sound really cheesy though. But back in college, I was a freshman. Didn't know my boyfriend now, Andrew. He would, I would go to all the running events. He would go to all the parties. And then. I actually got invited to a party. Go, Megan. And this is all of, like, running club people. And he walked in the door with, like, a bunch of randos that I never met. And I looked at him, which I've looked at other people like this before, and I was like, is that love at first sight? But literally, like, in my head, I don't think it's a thing. But when I look at certain people and we make eye contact, and I'm like, hmm, there's, like, a thing there in my head. Like a connection or something? Yeah. And then I th- think in my head, like, is love at first sight a thing? Hmm. Like there are certain people I just look at and even though I th- don't think it's a real thing, it like triggers something in my brain thinking that it could be. Weird. But then I didn't end up talking to him that night because I was too intimidated by all the randos that I didn't know. So then I just talked to the people <laughs> I knew. Flash forward a year. Then we hooked up at a party. Huh. Yep. But. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess... But I don't know. Send us stories if you think love, if you've, you know, had love at first sight. Because I could, like, kind of believe it. I don't know. I mean, I can believe that you can see somebody and lock eyes and have some weird connection. 
Yeah. But I guess me personally, I wouldn't classify that as love. Because that's also like aggressive to say, I'm love at first sight. Like, how are you going to know that you're, you love them right away? Yeah. Also, this is my analytical, logical side kicking in, but like, you could love at first sight could just be me looking at someone saying love at first sight, but like the choose to love situation. Like, you know, like uh, the uh, blind marriage show where, Oh, what, like they get what I don't know. I forget what it's called, but it's on like TLC or something, and it's these people who just get married randomly. Yeah, I was actually talking about that. They with end up people having great relationships for the rest of their lives. It's like being set up, you know, like arranged marriage. Arranged. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. <laughs> arranged marriage <laughs> is a thing, and like people think it's successful, and yeah, I don't know. Some people don't. Yeah, but like it's just a different. It's you choosing type of love. Yeah. You're choosing to still be with them and them still choosing to be yeah, with you. Yeah, it's the choosing love trumping the emotional connection love. Which yes. sometimes that could be first in these situations. If it's an arranged marriage or if it's like a that show on TLC, whatever it's called, blind marriage or whatever. Some, I know what you're talking about. Married at first sight or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you just commit to the relationship and then yeah. maybe later on you'll develop the feelings. Yeah. So I guess that technically is love at first sight. Yeah. But it's not the romanticized version That's that true. we're just like describing. Yeah. Man, so. we analyze the shit out of stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> People um, are going to hate me. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, so this, hang on. I was in a later episode. So this is. But like, who knows? I will say maybe I'll get on Tinder tonight and I'll see someone and I'll say, wow, I think I love them. <laughs> sounds realistic. Yep. And then my whole view will change, you know? So for context, um, this is season three, episode like five or something, and Ted is just with this random girl, and they think she's crazy. Um, and so he's telling the story about like how everyone met. So then Lily and Marshall are telling the story of how they met right now. Okay. Has a really cute story of how they met. Marshall and Lily, you guys should tell that story right now. Yeah. All right, but spo- spoiler alert: it ends with everyone saying, "Oh." Starts with it, too. <laughs> when you've been a couple as long as Marshall and Lily, telling the How We Met story becomes a choreographed dance. It was late August, 1996. Lily and I were both freshmen moving into Hewitt Hall. Hall. And she needed some help setting up her stereo. For some unknown reason, I felt drawn to room 110. As if she knew that someone very special was behind that door. And as fate would have it, that someone was Marshall. It, it was, was love, love at first sight. sight. Hi. Hi. Oh. I know, right? <laughs> now, they've perfected that story over hundreds of tellings. The first time Marshall told it to me, it was a little different. Dude, this black-haired goth chick stopped by today. Wanna tap it. You guys are so... That's it for now. Oh, okay. So... Oh. It was just the clip where she was drawn to the room. Yeah, and it was like a flashback of her in the dorm room. Right, but it seems like they're conflicting stories. And yeah, so then later, or Ted is like, yeah, it was different when he first told it to me. So then he's like, they have another flashback, and they're like, yeah, I wanted to tap that. And they're like, <laughs> nice. But if you think about it, like, Guys try to be macho around their friends. 
Yeah. And that was the first moment. Like he probably didn't know anything was going to happen. So mm-hmm. he just told him like, oh yeah, she was hot. So was she was the one who felt the connection, but he didn't at first. I mean, he probably thought she was hot. Well, yeah, but didn't feel like it was love at first sight like yeah. she did. Yeah. Which is interesting. That is interesting. Like can want love at first sight be one-sided? Yeah. Which is that not just you being a stalker? Dude, okay, so there is a connecting storyline to this. So flash forward to season eight. Ted sees this girl on a train Mm -hmm. and they're reading the same book. So he's like really infatuated by her, thinks it could be love at first sight. So he like tries to track her down based on all the details he knew about her when he looked at her. Mm -hmm. So he's like trying to find her around New York City. And so... Marshall is telling Marshall is like dude you're like stalking her he's like but it might have been meant to be that we saw each other on the train and then she ends up sitting right outside his college because he's a college professor briefly and she ends up sitting on a bench right outside his college building and he's like I think that was a sign and like she had apparently set off the fire alarm for him to come out and see her so she was also kind of stalking him to see him as well so then um there's like this con they have always have a bunch of theories on the show so they called it the dobler dahmer theory if both people (laughs) if both people are into each other then a big romantic gesture works dobler but if one person isn't into the other the same gesture comes off serial killer crazy dahmer i agree (laughs) yeah so i mean yeah it's true so flash forward to this clip we find out a little bit about lily and the story of how they first met um so this is an addition to the first clip we saw yeah so this is gonna be another flashback of when they first met but lily has another side comment to make okay and this was done later on in the series yes okay hang on so flash forward and so Ted is talking about this girl that he thinks that he's meant to be with. Uh, Marshall keeps yelling at Ted, like, no, you're just being a creepy stalker. Mm-hmm. So here we will continue. What that woman did to run into you was bonkers. That's just not how you start a healthy relationship. Tell him, Will. I can't stand it anymore. I've been living a lie. See? <laughs> I saw you at orientation, and I needed an excuse to meet you, so... I didn't know which room you were in, so I had to create a little destiny. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just couldn't stand the idea of not meeting you. Could not stand the idea of not meeting me okay that's it so are they're like on and off i guess throughout the series what marshall and lily um no they're mostly together most of the show so why was he stalking a girl on the train that was ted ted was stalking a girl on the train oh okay and then marshall was like saying stop ted you're being creepy and then Lily's saying, 
I was actually really creepy. Got it. So so she broke her boom box or her stereo so that he could fix it? Yeah. Okay. And then she just knocked on all the doors to until she found him. And then she tells him, oh, yeah, it was something drew me to your room when actually she was being creepy. Huh. So I think that theory is mostly accurate. It's only creepy if, if it's the, not consensual. Yeah. Like if it's not returned or whatever. Yeah. Which makes sense. I would agree with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. With With the fact that. If the person wants it, do the creepy stuff because it's not yeah, creepy. True. But the problem is a lot of people nowadays, I feel like just always assume they're being creepy or like clingy when they just want to try and make it happen. Like online, I guess. Yeah, I see. Like today's world, it just comes off more creepy with all the internet you can do. Yeah. Because you can find out people's information on the internet yeah a lot easier just by going to their facebook you can learn so much about somebody yeah which that's a whole other conversation in itself because like if you meet somebody at a party or something and you look them up on facebook because you like them should you look them up on facebook and read their whole everything and look through their pictures and stuff because at that point it's like you're jumping ahead and learning all this stuff about them when... You should learn that on a date. Yeah. Because, like, what if you... I don't know. I feel like I've seen this on episodes of sitcoms. You read about someone and then you pretend that you're into that same stuff just to, like, make them like you. Yeah. That's also something people could do. But, I don't know. It's just a whole complicated But then, thing. like, that's also some people's criticism for online dating. Because that's another thing. Is you put a lot of stuff about yourself on there. That's true. But... In that scenario, you're both looking at each other's profile. Yeah. Whereas in this scenario, only one person is doing it. Yeah, that's true. And that seems a little bit weird. It's kind of like a celebrity, you know, if they're dating a regular person. It's like, how do you even do that? Because when I meet this person, like if I go on a date with a famous person, it's like I know everything about you just from being alive. (laughs) And you don't even know who I am or anything. Yeah. You know, it makes it like a weird imbalance there that's when i was like in love with justin bieber in one direction the jonas brothers i was like they're never gonna love me because i know too much about them (laughs) on the other hand which is now still true it it could it also couldn't possibly be a positive because if you do know so much about someone and you still like them it's like i can do no wrong that's true not in like a bad way of like being on a pedestal, but just like they've seen my awkward pictures from ninth grade on Facebook and they, you know, have seen the weird pages I've liked and yeah, all of these things. Yet they're still into me. Then it's like, okay, that makes me feel a little more comfortable. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I would probably say maybe don't stalk their Facebook right after you meet somebody. Yeah. Or don't. I don't know, because, I mean, they were, like, trying to chase each other down in New York, Ted and this random chick Yeah, in this episode. Did they find each other and end up dating? Yeah, but it didn't work out. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't make it work out with a lot of girls. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is interesting. I like their Dobbler-Dommer theory. I think it's a thing. Yeah, and I think it's interesting, too, that, don't be the dommer. She made it seem like it was 
love at first sight when in reality she like created it and he was like yeah so this hot chick wanted to tap that (laughs) so weird but they both ended up working out that's Billy and marshall um so i just want to kind of go over the order of like how things happen with them now okay so like season one i said they get pilot they literally a pilot episode they get engaged Mm -hmm. and he proposes to her in the kitchen um and then that's why they have sex on the kitchen floor because it's like right there. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And then in the finale, which this is crazy because I thought this was like in the middle of the show, but this was season one finale. I think it's because it was watching this show from like when it first started on TV. Uh. So this is the other clip I was going to show. Um, context on this one. So this is the finale. She accepts a fellowship or whatever because she wants to be an artist she's like really creative into art and all that stuff so she wants she accepted a internship in san francisco because they live in new york uh to study all this art stuff which she kind of like forgot about because right now she's a kindergarten teacher oh so she's kind of hasn't really pursued what she wanted to and but it's important it's important in their relationship i think also, they they do this thing where they pause and unpause. You'll see what I mean here, too. Unpause. Unpause. Let's pause. <laughs> see, Marshall and Lily had a rule that at any point during a fight, they could pause and take a break. Their fights often lasted for days. A painting fellowship? I was never going to take in it. In California? I was never going to take it. So you're saying you would forbid me from going? Forbid? Who said forbid? I was just reminding you that there's this wedding coming up in a couple of months, and I was kind of hoping you'd save the day. Look for me. I'll be the guy in the awesome suit. I mean, come on, Lily. It's what you've always wanted. Yeah, but there's a lot of things I've always wanted, and I haven't done any of them. I'm sorry. I just need to do this before settling down forever. So now we've gone from I was never going to do it to I need to do this. Did I leave the room at some point? When did that happen? Oh, maybe when you said you wouldn't let me do it. I never said that. You know, if you're having these kind of doubts now, what's going to change in three months? Maybe we just shouldn't get married at all. Maybe not. Pause. Pause. So are you just, like, starving? Totally. (laughs) Red Lobster? Oh, lobster, 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 you are delicious. Oh, God, I love butter sauce. There's nothing bad about it. Say something bad about butter sauce, I dare you. I wouldn't dare. (laughs) Marshall, no. We're on pause. There's no crying in pause land. Pause land is a magical place with with popcorn shrimp mountains and butter sauce rivers. How did we get here? A couple of days ago, the biggest problem in my life was did Ted eat the last pudding snack pack in the fridge? I think there's still one left. Dibs. (laughs) Unpause. Unpause. Look, I know this sucks. It's just something I'm going through. I'm not asking you to understand it. I'm not asking you to be happy about it. I'm just asking you to support it. I want to, Lily, okay? I really do. But I just can't. Why not? Because you're scaring the hell out of me. That's why not. 
What if you decide to go be a painter and then you realize I don't fit into your life anymore and three months becomes forever? Can you promise me that that's not going to happen? Marshall. Because if you can't promise me that we should just break up right now, I'm not going to wait around for three months just to have my heart ripped out. Marshall, I love you. Can you promise me that that's not going to happen? Pause. No, Lily, we cannot pause this anymore. Can you promise me that that's not going to happen? Pause. Why do you want me to pause? <laughs> it's just a great use of the pause function, baby. Thank you. <laughs> All right, that's it. They went into the bedroom. Yep. <clears throat> wow. A lot of stuff. So, also, side note. It is weird because I've never watched an episode of How I Met Your Mother, but I do know that it's like the only sitcom that wasn't done with a live audience. Yeah, it's so true. it's weird watching it thinking of it that way. Because they would use a laugh track because they had so many random like flashbacks and stuff like that, and it would have a bunch of cut side cuts to like random little twenty seconds of a story, and then cut yeah. back like the Red Lobster thing. Yet it's interesting that they just wanted it to be a sitcom, though. Yeah. Like, like they could have done that without laughter. Maybe. Yeah, like it could have been a single cam show. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I just wanted the style. Yeah. But but yeah, that was uh intense. That was a that was intense. Yeah. So the season finale ends where Ted ends up getting together with Robin cuz he meets Robin for the first time in the first episode and he's like I don't know if I should be with her blah 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 and then they have this romantic kiss in the rain and Ted's like, everything changed. I know everything seemed so great the morning of. And then he shows up and Marshall is like on the steps with her ring. And so she like left him to go to San Francisco. And broke up with him? Yeah, that's how they end it. What? They don't show the, I think they show maybe a slight bit of the conversation, like her leaving the door and she's like, thanks for letting me do this or something. And, well, left. okay. It kind of seems like that's his fault, though. Because he was like, you have to promise me that that's not going to happen. And then or by her saying, I can't promise you that, then that's when, why she had to break up with him. Yeah. I mean, that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. I mean, it was good that he let her... I mean, I guess she was going to do it no matter what. But, yeah. I mean, it was good that he let her go do her thing in San Francisco. But, but it caused them to break up because he couldn't let her go while being with her yeah because i was like why couldn't they just make distance work like they yeah. seemed pretty strong of a couple and and it was only for three months yeah that's not that long in the scheme of things yeah he was just worried that Especially she would come back and not well yeah i mean have him in his, her equation it's a valid fear yeah for sure but also if you're engaged to someone, you should be able to trust them enough to where you wouldn't be worried about that. Because, like, he shouldn't have to, she shouldn't have to promise him. Yeah. You know, like, he shouldn't be saying, he shouldn't be asking her that in the first place. But you know? she was, he was saying, like, what if you come back in three months and then my heart is broken? But he, right. the thing is, he already had his heart broken right now. Would it matter in a relationship if you get your heart broken at that moment or three months later 
I mean, no, but also at this point, it his heart's just broken because she went to San Francisco, whereas in his scenario, his heart would be broken because she likes another guy and wants a new life. Yeah. Which I think that might be a harder of a heartbreak. True. Because you know that like they don't want you, whereas this one is just like she's tr- doing her dream and that's the only yeah. way she can do it. But I don't know. No, maybe for him it feels the same. But just from my point of view, that seems like it would be harder if they broke up after or if she came back and his heart was broken. So I think that's why he was breaking it off then. But like you guys should both have a big effort. Like, I don't know. It's a two way street. I feel like they could have made it work. Yeah, you definitely could have made that work. Like, I feel like if you're engaged, yeah, that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. Like, of course, you're going to make it work because you're already like basically committing to marrying that person. If they're just dating, like if it's people who graduate high school and go to separate colleges then that, okay, yeah. I understand why yeah. you would break it off right away. Yeah. But in this scenario, it seems kind of silly that yeah. he would be such a drama queen about it. But I will say his fears are valid. Yeah. Like it makes yeah. sense why he would feel that way. Because I feel like anyone can relate to that. Yeah, for sure. But... And it could have happened, too. Yeah. It's just crazy that... I don't know. I wonder if she ended up calling it off or him or if it was mutual because of the way he was reacting to it. Or if she just was like, bye. I don't know. Well, if if he has the, the engagement ring, it seems like she had to have broken it off and like given it to him. And said bye. That's true. But I think the only reason that that happened is because he was throwing a fit about yeah, her coming back and not wanting to be with him anymore. Right. And this seems to be their like biggest argument in their whole relationship. Hmm. Except for one a little bit later. I'll tell you about in a little bit. But season two, she comes back. She's like trying to talk to Robin and Ted. She's like, I don't want you guys to have to pick between me and him to be friends with and blah, blah, blah. And then they end up becoming friends. And then like two episodes later, they kiss. And then the episode after that, they get reengaged. And do you think that's too soon to get reengaged? After she comes back? Yeah. Just after a couple days? I think it's technically a time frame. It's like a few weeks, but yeah. No, I don't think so. Because, yeah, she was like, she wanted to get back with him, but she was like, is he over me? Blah, blah, blah. But then they both decided that they weren't and they wanted to be with each other still. So the time she was in San Francisco, she never was with anybody else or like not seriously. No, like she came back and still wanted to be with him. Yeah. So this entire thing could have been avoided. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> But boys are stupid, so. Uh, I don't think that it I think was too he, early. I think they did mature, though, from season one. Yeah, I mean, it was probably a necessary thing they had yeah. to go through in order to make the relationship stronger. But I don't think it was too early to get back together because it would be weird to go back to just, like, dating yeah. once you've already been engaged. So it makes sense that you would just jump right back into an engagement. Back where you were. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Especially since they have grown as well. Yeah. On their own. And then that same episode, they 
try to get hitched in Atlantic City. Oh. Because I think it's going to work like Vegas. And it doesn't. No, something doesn't. Ha- something happens where it doesn't work out. But the reason I wanted to get hitched so fast was because Lily was like, because Marshall's family was like talking a bunch of trash about Lily because she left him. So she was like afraid of what they were going to think. So they just were going to go get hitched anyways. Oh, okay. <laughs> but they ended up waiting. Um, and then they get married in the season two finale, which that was kind of like the Jim and Pam wedding. Like things weren't going that well with everything. So they ended up having like a little secret wedding in the backyard with Ted, Robin, Barney, Marshall, and Lily. That's it. Okay. And then they go back to their like reception, quote unquote, with family members. Okay. So it was kind of like the <clears throat> Jim and Pam wedding. Yeah. But it was a good wedding. Nothing significant for video wise on that. Wait, you mean like Andy and April? Because Jim and Pam, theirs was a big one in a church, right? Yeah, they ended up oh, planning oh, a whole wedding. That's right. But yeah. they did the Niagara Falls thing before. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they had a whole thing planned for season two finale and then it wasn't going i think marshall shaves his head like for something i don't know he freaks out um anyways cool yep um so what do you think about eloping Ooh. since we kind of are on the topic Hmm. i mean if you want to do it do it i mean if you don't want a big wedding i guess it's fine yeah but you definitely should make sure you have thought a lot about being with them and i think you should be with them for a while before you know yeah because it seems like a lot of elopes happen quickly like you meet the person and then you just get married right away yeah which i don't know comment about ariana grande and pete davidson right now did they get elope did they They get engaged within like a month of dating oh but i don't think they're gonna get married yet but i ship them all right i know we're not talking about real people on this show but i ship them um but also like and I was, oh sorry another oh, side comment okay. with eloping shameless fiona and gus and i think gus oh. deserves so much better oh 100 fiona has commitment issues so. gus is really great i know he deserves better yeah anyways <laughs> um yeah no you just need a lot of thought process um but also what i was gonna say is that sometimes like when you know you know yeah you know like there's people who've known each other for two months and then went and got married and they were successful and yeah and lived 50 years you know anniversary people on the bachelor talk about their grandparents who got married after two months they're like i believe in this we can get we can get engaged for two after two months but i mean it's a whole other concept true it's the bachelor (laughs) (laughs) guilty pleasure of mine (laughs) Um, but yeah, so sometimes I think it can work yeah. because I think that would probably lean more onto the love at first sight thing. Cause if you get married after being with them for a month or something, there had to have been some type of connection yeah, right away that most people don't have. And it depends on both people. Like if someone has commitment issues, that's obviously going to be bad. Or True. if someone grew up with the, like a dysfunctional family and so they just have problems with their personality or trust issues or things like that yeah that's a good point but if you both have an effort your whole life 
and you want to keep making it work, then it can. And if, yeah, if you're just like, if you're dedicated, you yeah. know, to one another. Because I don't, I don't know. Some people also say that marriage is like, even if you do, like, have been dating a while and then you hear about them getting divorced like 10 years later just because they didn't love each other anymore. Mm-hmm. That's also a scary thought. I know. I've thought about that a lot and I don't know how I feel about it because I, this is, I feel like controversial, but in this day and age, I feel like marriage isn't as important as it used to be. Like, cause it seems like now people say like, oh yeah, you can get married. You can always get divorced later. But mm. like, is it the whole point of marriage to be with them forever? Yeah. No, I don't like people who say that because I grew up, every single one of my best friends, their parents are still together. My, all my aunt and uncles have all been together. And like my grandparents have all been together. Like Whoa. I have no one in my life that's been divorced. Wow. Because like I feel like divorce is somewhat normal for people to have like someone in their family have gotten divorced before. Yeah. But it's not really normal if every single person has been divorced. Or yeah. like, But it shouldn't be like a backup plan. Like you shouldn't get married thinking like I can always get divorced later. Yeah, I hate people who do that i mean this might just be my misconception of of today's times but that's just the way i feel some people think that way yeah because i will say though marriage has kind of come become less of a value yeah like for me i'm like i'm not in any rush to get married i basically just look at it as a giant party (laughs) and then you sign some papers (laughs) but like you should know already like if you want to be with someone if you've been dating them for a while like you don't need to have any rush to get actually married yeah there shouldn't be a rush to get married because it is a big deal yeah it is a big deal and if you're not ready don't rush into it yeah but i mean it does mean a lot but divorce is also the worst thing ever yeah yeah like i've never heard a successful divorce yeah like it all sounds horrible especially when kids are involved oh yeah sounds not good but so if you want to elope, just do it. Just put some thought into just it. Just put some thought Make into sure it. Make sure you're a functional person and that yeah. the other person is too and that you guys both yeah. Make sure want to try do. forever. Exactly. Also, eloping once you've been together for 10 years is also cool. Yeah. Who needs to spend all that money on a wedding? I know. I mean, I guess it just depends on what you want. If that's your dream to have a big wedding, go for it. But if not, do the elope. You know, maybe bring a f- your parents you know just so they don't get sad (laughs) but (laughs) whatever's good yeah whatever makes you happy um anyways after that whole marriage (laughs) uh back to the way of marshall season three like these seem pretty functional for a while Mm -hmm. like they don't have many issues season three i guess this is a little bit but they try to buy an apartment and marshall ends up finding that lily has a huge credit card debt Oh, which that's kind of an interesting, interesting topic. Is that something that you should hide? Probably not. Because I mean, they're married well, now. Okay, you should tell them. Well, yeah, if you're married, then. they definitely shouldn't hide it. Well, I wouldn't say you should hide it, but that's not also something that I would just say when I'm dating someone. By the way, I've got a horrible credit score. <laughs> True. You know, I would only talk about it if it came up in some time. But, yeah, but She's when you're probably nervous to tell him. But when you're married and you're like joining all your assets and stuff then yeah absolutely that would be something i would say 
Like yeah. we sh- just to be w- warning, you know, this is something that we're got to deal with. Yeah. So it just kind of comes up poorly. Yeah. But they end up getting the apartment, I think. And then she tries to sell. She's an artist, so she actually ends up selling her paintings now. So this is kind of where she's actually making money off of that. Okay, nice. Um, season four, nothing significant. I literally say in my notes, nothing significant. <laughs> uh, they talk about having children, but they're not ready yet. Season five, okay. they decide to start trying for a baby. Nice. Um, and then season six. Uh, meanwhile anyways marshall's career so he wanted to do law school he wanted to be in environmental law like he wanted to save the planet he graduates law school in season six he ends up getting a job with like corporate stooges as they call it okay just to make money so he's kind of like sad that he's doing that oh like he's doing it to make money so he's kind of like selling out i guess so to speak yeah that's like kind of a thing, but but also it makes sense because sometimes you have to make money before you can follow your dreams. Yeah, but also sometimes you get stuck in a rabbit hole and you can't get out. Yeah, so that was kind of an issue they were going through, but he does end up transferring from a corporate job over to like an actual environmental firm. So he does that. He doesn't make as much money as he wants to, but he's like happy. That's good. Um, and then there's a pretty intense moment, which actually I was going to play this clip. I think it's pretty short. But um, the crazy thing in this one, Marshall, a.k.a. Jason Siegel, he doesn't get the rest of the script. So this scene we're about to see, he doesn't know what Lily's about to tell him. So it's like his real genuine reaction as a person. Oh. And interesting yeah um um which actually something random that you'll notice in the background they have like numbers so they start at like 10 and you'll see like a random detail on the side of like a wall or something says 10 9 8 and this is cutting down between all the scenes and then at one that's when he knows that's when like that scene is gonna be this news that lily's gonna tell him and he just doesn't know Interesting. So he yeah. knew that there was going to be something. He just like he knew that he used... it was going to be big news. Okay, but he didn't. They didn't give him that script. So then he. So he knew it was going to be a surprise. Yeah. Interesting. And they kind of marked the scenes, and even in the background, you can watch the numbers count down. Huh. Which is kind of fun to watch for. Yeah. Um. Your phone is. I want to call my dad. Yeah. Go ahead. Man, this is great. I I was expecting bad news. I really was. happened um your father he had a heart attack he didn't make it my dad's dead (laughs) 
I'm not ready for this. <laughs> wow. Okay, so that was really sad. That was really sad. I just wanted to show it because it was intense. Yeah. Um, and she's there for him. Which I will say about like grief and things like that, people all react differently. And so like sometimes in relationships, someone, if they're told like your dad just died, they might have a negative reaction and not want to associate with their significant other. Like they might just want like personal space. Yeah. You know, and and, and in this case, he, you know, hugged her, you know, and everything. He like seemed like he was comforting her more. Kind of. Yeah. She seemed to be crying more. Yeah. At first. But I think that it's an interesting thing to think about because if some, like your significant other does have a tragedy happen in their life and they don't want to be consoled or something, then it puts you in a weird place as a significant other. Because you feel really bad. Because you feel bad and you don't know what to do. Yeah. But then in their shoes, it's like they just want space. Yeah, Yeah. It's just how they cope with it. And so that can be a big issue i think between couples when tragedy happens you know that could drive couples apart yeah i don't know so i don't know it can bite people in the butt sometimes i know i guess you just have to have like an understanding and like know how to you just have to know your person also this is random but i realized we didn't talk about their whole pause concept oh yeah we didn't what did you think of that I like it in theory, but I could never do that. Same. I could never do that. Some people can, but I need to talk about things like right away. I mean, I don't need to talk about it right away. I would prefer to shove it away, but I would still be very upset about it. Like I couldn't just go go be be happy and eat lobster. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. I mean, there are people who can just flip a switch on and off. But I'm not one of them. But if you meet someone who can do that, then I guess it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. But also it might come back to bite you because you might just be on pause forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because you just don't want to face your problems. Yeah. Although we'll say it is good sometimes. Pausing allows you to gather your thoughts. Because like if you're angry, you might say stuff that you don't want to say. Like you don't even know what to say. Yeah, that's a good point. That would be the only benefit for me, but usually I have all these thoughts in my head and I just need to like say them, even if the other person doesn't respond. Yeah. Sometimes just saying it helps for me. Yeah. That is a weird point when you're, when you want to say something, but at the same time, if you're angry, you might say stuff that you're going to regret. Yeah. But also that goes back to what we talked about. You've got mail. It's like, should you say it anyway? I mean, you should. Well, even if it's going to hurt the other person for no reason. It depends on how important it is to you. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, like if, if you it's going to bother me, it, then yeah, I'm going to say it. But yeah, I guess it's sometimes also Sometimes I think sleeping on it is a thing too. Like sometimes you just go to mm. sleep and you wake up with a fresh mind and it's better too. Although I will say that like a lot of successful couples say that like you should never go to sleep angry or like with unresolved issues like that's true you know, which i would i like that. that yeah but also it could help you gain yeah. some perspective um sometimes sleeping on it helps 
but usually not. I would prefer to not have to sleep on it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it just conversation won't happen. You have to go to sleep. <laughs> True. Yeah. But I never go to sleep on the couch. Like if I'm angry, oh. I'll go sit on the couch. Yeah. Maybe cry if I need to. Maybe watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. Get my mind off of it. And then I'll always, always go crawl back in bed. Yeah. Because I feel like that's a sign that you both want to still be with each other. Even if you're angry. Yeah, true. So, I don't know. Not that I'm an expertise, but... No, I like that. Yeah. Anyways. It is an interesting concept, though. Yeah. Um, After Marshall's dad dies, that was really sad. Mm -hmm. But she's really, really good at being there for him for that. Um, and actually, the next episode, she finds out she's pregnant. Oh. So he ends up, that helps him be a little more happy. Yeah. Um, and then that's the end of season six, basically. Like, okay. he's kind of in a rut with his job. Like, he just kind of lays around, I think, which was, they try and make that, like, quote unquote funny in the show that he's just being a giant slob. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, he has a good excuse to be, though. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then season seven, um, they briefly live in the suburbs for a while of New York because their grandma, Lily's grandma retires to Florida or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they live there and they're like, I kind of like this, but then it's too far away from the city and they want to sell it. So they end up selling it to get more money. They just live in the apartment again. Um, and then in the finale of season seven, Lily has the baby and names it Marvin after Marshall's dad, of course. Ah, yeah. Cute. And then there's some issues at the end of the show with them. So Lily first in season eight gets a job with, they call him quote unquote the captain because I don't know, he wears like a robe and always drinks Captain Morgan or something. (laughs) Um, And she gets a job with him as an art consultant. Okay. So I don't know exactly what art consultants do, but they go and find paintings and like, to consult it's <laughs> place value on them yeah. maybe um judge them yeah and like put them up for auction or something <laughs> question mark sorry we don't know that much about that if you're an art consultant let us know what you do <laughs> yeah. um but that kind of takes a toll she's just doing a lot of work yeah all the time um and then she gets offered a job in rome with the captain for a year oh it's like ross and rachel and the captain says Marshall can come because they're married. They have a baby. So the captain's like, yeah, your husband and your okay. son can come. Um, and Marshall is in full support of it because he's an environmental lawyer. lawyer. He said there's a lull, lull of a lot of cases right now. So he's kind of doesn't have much work happening anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so that seems fine. And they're going to go to Rome at the end of the show. Going to go to Rome for a year. But then in season nine, Marshall gets an offer to become a judge, which is like one of his dream jobs to like become a, yeah, judge for like environmental cases or whatever. I feel like you can't become a judge that quickly. Like you have to be in law for like 30 years to become a judge. Yeah. And he's like, what, 30 at this point? Years old? Yeah. (laughs) He was out of law school for like three years i think yeah i don't even think you're a real you're not even a partner at a law firm at that point well 
But whatever. Suspend my disbelief. He's a judge. <laughs> Anyways, so he ends up accepting the offer without telling Willie. Oh. And then in the middle of the season, well, she ends up telling her, he ends up telling her they get in this big fight. Um, and then they pause because they're about to go to Robin and Barney's wedding. Oh. Which is where Ted ends up meeting the mother. But meanwhile, there's a bunch of flash forwards happening in the show, too, and flashbacks. Scandalous. Yeah. So this whole season nine is like the week before Barney and Robin's wedding. So would you say that How I Met Your Mother is like a sitcom version of Lost? Kind of. I guess that's a good way to put it. Because <laughs> what I'm hearing, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Cause it, flashbacks, I mean, flash forwards. You know, there's pauses, no sideways, but, but they pause. There's, yeah. you know, characters and fate and destiny and yeah. All right. Um, and then in the middle, meanwhile, yeah, this is like over a week time frame, but okay. Uh, the whole season, the entire season is supposed to be within one week or two weeks. Whoa, yeah, something leading right up to like the finale is Robin and Barney's wedding. And that's where Ted meets the mother. Interesting. But we have the flash forwards too. So we can kind of introduce the mother character. Yeah. We know who she is and how or what kind of person she is and what kinds of things her and Ted went through. Um, But yeah, it's like a super squished time frame. Wow. So then they end up agreeing to stay in New York for Marshall. So Lily's like kind of frustrated, but... I mean, that's what he wants to do, so she's making a sacrifice for him. But, hang on, wait. More stuff happens. Two episodes later, Lily tells Marshall that she is pregnant with the second child. And because of this, Marshall decides they should go to Rome because she has already given him his dream, a.k.a. his children. So his biggest dream is children and family not this judge job so because she's pregnant with the second child he's like oh you've given me so much we should go to rome for you so he's seeing the light of the day finally Hmm. so they conclude the show with them going to rome for a year um and then with the flash forwards we find out that lily has a third child and marshall ends up eventually getting another judgeship offer in rome not in rome they, they come go back? yeah they come back after a year oh, okay because it was only like a year off for for some reason but yeah they come back she wow. has a third kid and he ends up getting a judge position eventually that's a lot yeah hmm i don't know is anyone in the wrong i mean he's clearly in the wrong by taking a job offer without even telling her after he's already agreed to go to rome that's true if they hadn't already agreed, it wouldn't be as bad. But the fact that... I think they were like, you have to decide by the end of the day. And he didn't see her for some reason. Well, in that case, I would have said no, right? Because you've already agreed to go to Rome. Yeah, that's true. Like, you already made that decision. Yeah, so he does kind of suck for that. I mean, they end up going anyways, which yeah. is good. I mean, yeah, I guess it ended up good. Like, he, he did correct his mistake because you're right though because you can still become a if you got offered to be a judge at that time there's no reason that you wouldn't get that offer later in life yeah right it seems like you'd only get more offers later because you'd only become a better lawyer yeah so 
seems like he was just excited that he got a judge and he's like, I want to do it. But he was also trying to follow his dreams, but his dreams are his children too. So Yeah, which that's weird because if his dream is environmental lawyer thing, and then he that's the whole reason why I took that job is because that was his dream. And then he was like, oh, wait a second. That's not my dream. My dream is mm-hmm. my kids. Yeah. It's like, okay, I guess that's cute, but make yeah. up your mind, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they, yeah, so they kind of sucked for a little bit. Mostly Marshall, but yeah. I guess it makes up for Lily being, leaving him. Although that was kind of his fault too. I feel like that was his fault. That's weird though, because I thought, back in the day, I thought that she sucked for leaving. Oh, oh. So, so you were but like. But now I understand. You are more on his side when you watched it originally. Yeah. Of like, she shouldn't have left. Yeah. Hmm. It is interesting how some things change when you get older. And because I it. was pretty young. I was like in middle school, maybe. I don't even know when the show came out. Oh, uh, yeah. That makes sense then. But I also was like, they didn't need to break up. No. So, absolutely not. <laughs> but then I thought it was Lily's fault that they broke up. <sighs> but it actually. I don't know. I mean, I could see both sides of that, but mostly Marshall could have just sucked it up and yeah, handled it. I don't know. Okay, I think we're ready to start rating them. I think so. So yeah, I was just saying, I don't think that there is a couple name for them, but oh well. if you guys know of a couple name, tell me, because I'm probably blanking right now. Uh, sexual tension between them. Mm, I'll put it at like a I'll put it like a seven. Okay, because it didn't seem like they were like super steamy, but it seemed I guess like I they seemed like they got around with each other. Yeah, I gave it an eight just based on because I've seen it more. They right. talk about their sex life a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. So even though they're not attractive people, they're attracted to each other. Well, they're attractive people. They're like equally attractive but they're not like steamy hot yeah it's not like you watch it and you're like oh yeah <laughs> um like jim and pam yeah yeah true true um they seem to have more sex than jim and pam at least they talk about it more they're Pop. very open with their as much as ross and rachel though because ross counted remember oh we didn't talk about that but he literally counted at a time <laughs> I That's forget true. what it, it was, was. like 200 something. I think it was right? like 300 something. Wow. <laughs> and that was only like a uh that was when they were dating, right? Yeah, it wasn't very long. Yeah. Oh well. Scandalous. <laughs> Scandalous um, is right. So their sense of humor. Um I'll do oh, this is kind of hard cuz the clips we watched were mostly serious. Yeah, I feel sorry about that. I had too many clips and I was like, Kendall's going to be mad if I just play eight clips in a row. So <laughs> I know it is a sitcom, though, so they probably do have good sense of humor. Um, and Some of the pausing seemed kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I'll do like a seven and a half. Okay, I want eight. Okay. Um, Honesty. Hmm. It seems like they weren't too dishonest, but... Yeah, I have I have mine already. I know. Like I feel I like, feel bad because you don't know it as well. But I know, but that's just what's gonna happen. Yeah, seven. 
Okay, I went six. Oh, wow. They're honest, but they weren't honest about the big stuff. Okay. About, like, her applying for that whole internship of art school. Oh, she didn't even tell him she applied? Yeah. It was only later that she, when she got in, she told him about it. Oh. Which I feel like that's how a lot of people... I don't know. I mean, I get it. I've heard of a lot of stories like that. But I feel like with your significant other, you would you tell should. them. Just because you're excited about it. The thing is, is like they make jokes about how they literally share everything with each other. Like they lay in bed and tell each other everything that happened that exact day. Mm-hmm. And like they make jokes about that. But the big stuff I've noticed they lie about, which is... That's a red flag. Not like completely lie about, but they put off telling them oh okay well i'll go down to a six and a half okay because yeah and then later in season nine when you took that job yeah that was really bad yeah uh common goals i feel like this one evolved yeah this one's complicated yeah because i feel like at the series finale it would be like a nine but not throughout the rest of the series. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, the kids thing clearly was a common goal, and that's an important one, that they both wanted kids. Yeah. But, like, the jobs didn't seem... Six and a half? (laughs) She's looking at me like... (laughs) I went seven, so... Okay. Not too bad. Because, like, they did have common goals family-wise, but even for, like, season four... Like, Marshall wanted kids right away, but Lily was like, I kind of want to wait. Mm-hmm. It was like random little things like that. Okay. And then even their whole job and ro- the whole Rome thing, like, they made it work, but they weren't... I mean, Marshall probably wasn't happy about saying no to that job, but... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the family was obviously the most important for them. Yeah. But that's why they didn't score higher. Okay, selflessness. <sighs> I don't think they're very selfless from what I've seen and heard. Six. Yeah, I'm going to go. I was between a six and a seven. I'll go six and a half. Because it seems like they do the right thing. Like they will do the selfless act, but it's not like. Yeah, yeah. it's not like out of their own generosity. It's like out of their logical thinking of like, what should I do for my relationship type of thing. But although that does seem kind of realistic for couples, maybe. It does. So it's it's not like a, well. But I mean, they still deserve that, I think. Yeah, it's just. Without question, you shouldn't have taken that job. Yeah. And you questioned it. Um, Any outliers? I don't think so. I mean, they were kind of annoying, but. times but it is interesting though but they seem like a realistic like couple like they seem like all of the issues that they went through was not out of the ordinary yeah and it is interesting that throughout nine seasons they were together yeah and no one cheated on each other um and when we even saw them in season one like we were we could tell how comfortable they were with each other already like they we just knew that they were dating for so long so yeah, that's good. Yeah. So I'm going to say no outliers. Okay. Um, I mean, it seems like they should have a high score, but they're going to have a really low one. 
I mean, not too bad. A couple eights. We'll see. Um, let me do this song here. They're definitely not going to win, though. No, I don't think so. Because they have some tough competition. I like the number, but it's not. Is <laughs> it 69? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 60, that's the only 69 we've had. We've had a 69 and a half. And a 68.5, right? And a 68.5, yeah. So 69. <laughs> yeah, nice. The, Lily and Marshall like would be that, proud, though, honestly. Yeah, They're I was going to say. inappropriate people, so they would like think it's funny. Them. Yeah. Um, but... Let's see. They did not beat our top score, which is a... Yeah, we have a tie right now. With Maggie and Glenn and Andy and April, right? Yes. They did not beat that tie score. And that's score. what, a 76.5? 76 and a half. Okay. So yeah, they really didn't get close. But Suliet was a 76. Oh, so close. And Jim and Pam are a 74. So... Okay. They... Did walk the plank this week. Did better than decent though. They're like in the middle, yeah, of the pack right now. Um, but yeah, not bad. Hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, I feel like I've learned a lot. We had some good discussions this time. I think, yeah, unexpected yeah. for me at least. I like this show just because of all like the fate that they talk about. I don't like mm-hmm. how some things end up, but yeah. I mean, I stuck with it for... This is like the only show I think I watched live for oh. every single season. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Because The Office, I didn't start watching until like season... Halfway through season one? I don't know. Oh. Actually, no. I think The Office, I stuck through until Michael left. Then I stopped watching it. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. It sounds like a good show. I might like it, but... I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot to dedicate your time to. (laughs) When there's a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Um, But thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, If you have uh, any questions, comments, concerns. Suggestions. Yeah. We'd be happy to hear them. Send them our way. You know where that is. Do you know where it is? At Twitter's at Shipmates Show, and then you can email us at shipmatespodcast at gmail.com. That's right. We're also on Spotify now. Yes. That just happened recently. So if you're a Spotify person, get on that. Yep. Whatever. Otherwise you- we'll we'll be here almost every Thursday. Yeah. If we if we ever don't post an episode, don't get too alarmed. We're, yeah. we would usually post if anything dramatic happen to us yeah if there was like a big issue or problem we would let you know about it yes so i don't want you guys to worry about us i know you guys care a lot about us (laughs) i know you all ship us (laughs) yeah but thanks sailors yeah um and send us your stories too yeah we love stories Mm -hmm. no one seems to be sending us many recently i know we had a few and then this trickled down boring compared to the tv's also it seems like what's happening is that people which makes sense are listening to the episodes that they know yeah and then aren't listening to the ones because they don't want to be spoiled yeah i think that that's just gonna cause you know yeah a thing but it's okay though. it's fine we i mean i don't i yeah i would probably do the same me too um but 
anyway see you next talk to you next week yep talk to you next <laughs> week uh join our ship or walk the plank bye, bye.